morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening. Welcome to another episode of the Motown Rundown. The date today is the 29th of October, year of our Lord, 2020. We have a jam-packed episode here for you today. Going to touch on the Lions a little bit, but mainly we have an interview with Detroit Pistons shooting guard, new friend of the program, Luke Kennard. We're very excited for you guys to listen to that. We just recorded um, some really fun little bits in, in there. I, I, I just want to add, Matthew just pointed out, the like the one thing that I really wanted to ask was if he was pro or anti teal, and it I I had it written down. I'm looking at it right now, written down. I wrote it in all caps, and I still forgot to ask. So that's not in there. But some really good stuff in there. Um, Matthew, the Detroit Lions had a pretty I don't want to say convincing win, but a very convincing final drive against the Atlanta Falcons. It felt like. It felt like the Lions of old, kind of in a bad way. You hate when it comes down to the final drive. I want to get this out of the way first, though. Obviously, going into that game, it was the battle of the two teams who cannot hold a lead. Yeah. No matter how big, how small, you're going to blow your lead. With two quarterbacks that, like, on bad teams, people don't care about. My thing. The Lions came out on top. We won... I already, 27-26, something like that, 22-23. I don't remember for sure. Doesn't matter the final score. The Lions won, which led Falcons fans to saying, see, like, we're the ones that actually suck, and, like, you guys are fine. You don't know what it's really... If you take any individual moment from that game and assigned it to a random team, that entire game was a spit it like we are the exact same team our record is just better than theirs is if you attach any moment to either team and said like this is what happened to this team you could be like yeah that sounds about right yeah if that game was exact like it happened the exact same way it was just the things that happened to the falcons happened to the lions and the things that happened to the lions happened to the falcons it's the exact same thing like it feels right it makes sense so the fans that are trying to justify like which franchise has it worse or like who's better or like whatever the situation is it we're the exact same teams yeah so don't get so full of yourselves as to think that was such like a unique crazy thing i was that game went exactly how it was supposed to in some weird way the last time we played the falcons something crazy happened within inches of the goal line um this time it just fortunately went the way of the lions uh i kind of made peace with the L when the Falcons were driving just because they were doing a good job of obviously getting downfield. We were not even pretending to stop them, it felt like, um, until the Falcons actually scored. And again, just the way these teams are, as soon as the Falcons actually got into the end zone, I was like, hold on a second. There's no way we don't win now. You say, and it gave me I like this how you, you new say, thing of life. You say get into the end zone as if they prominently did so. Who? The Falcons? Yeah. What do you mean prominently? I keep like very clearly so, cross the goal line. So I was I, I wasn't able to watch this game. I was out looking at houses. But um I was kind of keeping some tabs as best as I could. And I'm sitting here and, 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 and I and I'm looking on Twitter after the game, and I keep seeing the same screenshot of a Falcons player who I couldn't tell who it was, just like on the goal line. And I think it was even Matthew who tweeted from our Motown rundown account. Um, and it he was just like, oh, it's a game of inches, like a true game of inches with that screenshot of Todd Gurley on the goal line. And I'm like, I don't understand the context of this. This means nothing to me. The next morning, I'm rewatching the final like five minutes of that game. And I'm like, how did the Lions get the ball back here? Like you said, I mean, they're driving down the field. How, how does Detroit get this ball back? And then Todd Gurley decides a, a fraction of a second too late that he wants to go down and he's just face down on the goal line. And I'm like, Oh, like Leonardo DiCaprio meme. That's what it's from. Um, that was amazing. Like, cause he remember if memory, like I think it was last year, I think it was the Packers 
when he like broke off a run and yep. then he took a knee and everyone was mad about the over or the spread. I think it was the over. Um, so it's like in fantasy too and fantasy. And I think he's done it one other time as well. So like he has the presence of mind to not do that. Or the to, mini or rumor, the mini rumor is that he scored on purpose. It's very funny to think about with those, ex- those past experiences in mind. There was a clip that released today. I don't know if you saw it. I feel like I sent it to you. Maybe not. Matt Ryan prior to that play said, do not score. Go down. <laughs> and Todd Gurley, it's kind of hard to make out exactly what he says, but Todd Gurley, like as Matt Ryan is saying this, Todd Gurley says something. Again, I couldn't make it out. He got in the end zone, did exactly what he wasn't supposed to. Lions get a chance to win. Todd Gurley said after the game too, um, I'm, I'm forgetting the exact quote, but just something along the lines of like, Matthew Stafford is one of the last people that you want to give an yeah, opportunity like, don't like give that. Ryan a chance. He proved again why he's um, elite. He did actually refer to him as elite or one of the best in the league, whatever he said. Um, so shout out to the Stafford haters. Um, it was Stafford. He only had the one touchdown pass. Got yeah. it when it mattered most. Matter, yeah, exactly. It was That was his best game though. He looked good. It was, again, very evenly matched team. Say what you will about how good or bad the Lions and the Falcons are. Two competitive teams, leave it at that. Um, offense looked mediocre. Defense kind of did what they were supposed to. Uh, just a well-fought game. Did what we were supposed to. Stafford took care of business. Um, the one thing I will say that is, I don't want to say worrisome, but it's a thing. Uh, we have three wins this season. Mm. Two of them are against teams with one victory. Sure. So that does give you some context as to like, how good are the Lions? Obviously, we're hitting like a nice little upswing right now. We got uh, two wins out of the bye week. Things are starting to feel a little bit better. And especially now that we added Everson Griffin via a sixth round pick, which I don't know how that's all it took to get him. I'm looking at it like... Did he fall off a cliff? How did we get him for a sixth? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I can't imagine that he was doing anything with Dallas this year because Dallas is yeah, a nightmare. Wasn't. We know what he did in Minnesota to Matthew that's, Stafford that's what and I to mean. the Lions yeah. Yeah, for yeah, a yeah. decade. So I really like this pick, this pick up. My only concern is how are we going to use him? Not will we find a spot for him on the defense? Obviously, we're going to. And Matt Patricia has been on the record several times saying that he really likes him. Yeah. My only concern is we've gone over this before. We like our roster. We have talent. It, it's hit or miss sometimes, game to game, drive to drive, whatever the case may be. It's not perfect, but we have a competent roster. The issue has been execution and how they actually get to um, execute their roles on the field. We've got the right pieces on defense or good enough pieces on defense to be better than we have been. It's just a matter of how we're going to let Everson Griffin play. Blitzing, a little bit more zone, plays a big factor in that. So I'm really interested to see what his role is going to be. Because of COVID, he's not allowed to play on Sunday with us. Yeah, he's got to go through some protocols still and just wait and patricia because of of that wouldn't even talk about him he's like i'll get to that next week when he can actually which is fair yeah i mean sure i get it's just such a map answer yeah uh but i mean love the trade i feel better about where the lines are right now obviously whenever you get to 500 that says a lot the only issue is like if the bears for as bad as they are if they're going to beat us that obviously matters if they're going to randomly win these games that they're not supposed to if they're just going to continue to win that doesn't help us getting a wild card. And then with how good the NFC West is right now, the worst team is the 49ers at four and three. That doesn't bode well for us. With even that added playoff spot this year, down to seven teams now, uh, it's not just how good can the Lions be. We have to have there have to we have to get a lot of help. Yeah, we need help from the rest of the teams in the NFC uh, to help bump us into a playoff spot. I wish the NFC East would kind of figure things out and maybe beat up some of these other teams rather than have the Eagles lead the division at two, four, and one. Um, but I like the trade. I feel better right now about where the Lions are at. Uh, we just got to go out and execute. Next week we have the Colts. Uh, I'm going to go 34 to 30 again. I think that's been a lucky score for me. 
yeah, I don't know if you've been right about any of them, but but no, no, no. It's just that thirty-four to thirty has worked in our favor. Lucas Oil or Ford Field? Uh, we should be back at home. Then I feel decent about it. Actually, I'm pretty sure we've been bad at home. I don't think we've won at home, have we? Uh, no, no, so it's not great. So it's not great, but I wouldn't want to be in Lucas Oil. Um, I don't know why. I think it's just because I don't like the venue. I hate the the windows. I hate that there's sunlight on the field. It makes me mad. I both love and hate Lucas Oil Stadium for every reason that you just said. Great like basketball. I, I feel arena. both ways about all of it. Yeah, give me yes. some basketball there. I'm I'm hundred yes. percent all the way there for that. Great Final Four um, logo. The court looked amazing. The paint job was so good. Agreed. Um, was it New Orleans that had like the green? Remember that? I think oh, so. it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, also, we're not going to get into Michigan State, but Joe Milton is our, our he's real. He's good. Michigan State hasn't played yet, so that's all. Excited to see Mel Tucker's debut. Joe Milton's amazing. Matthew, you said thirty-four to thirty uh, for the Detroit Lions over the Indianapolis Colts. Anything else to add, or can we give the people what they're here for? Give the people what they're here for. I said what I needed to about the Lions. I'm ex- this is a good interview. I'm excited to have everybody listen to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for people to listen to it. Um, you guys are going to enjoy it. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it's Luke Kennard. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, the first guest in the history, well, it's brief history, of the Motown Rundown. We are joined by quite possibly the greatest Detroit Pistons shooting guard uh, ever, uh, Luke Kennard, how are you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing today? So you actually had, it was perfect timing that this happened today. Um, your high school announced today that you were getting your, your number retired, two-time Mr. Basketball. Now, now let me ask, I, I guess this is kind of two questions. One, obviously that's got to feel pretty special, so just talk to us a little bit about that. But number two, what did it feel like knowing, like, Wow, I'm the best player in the entire state, like two years in a row. No, it was uh, man, it's, it's pretty great to be honest. Like, uh, you know, when, when I first got the news that, you know, my my city was gonna re- retire my jersey, you know, it was kind of a, um, you know, it's an honor. It really is, and you know, if if you kind of just knew a little bit about where I'm from, um, in Franklin, Ohio, uh, very small town. Um, not tons of people. It's kind of like a thing where everybody knows everybody. And, yeah. You know, the support that I've had since I've been in, in high school has been incredible. Um, so it, it, like there's a local pizza shop here that we always go to. I mean, they have pictures all like my jerseys. They have the, the, the OG 23 that I first picked when I got, yeah. when I first got drafted, they have yeah. that up on the wall still number five. Like it, there's, there's places all over town that are like that. And um, you know, I, I've just, been blessed with with a good support system here at, at Franklin. So to have you know have my jersey retired um, hasn't happened a lot. Just a few times for the football team. I don't think it's happened. So I'm the first one for a basketball team um, for that to happen too. So it, it, it's it's pretty special. Um, and, and yeah, winning Mr. Basketball twice was was a great thing. Um, you know, I think it was it's only been me and, and LeBron for the the only two that have done it. What? Um, That's I something. So. I, don't don't. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. But I guess you can quote me on that. Yeah, um, I'll have to do a little more research. But um, yeah, so it, it, it was a pretty cool thing. It was a it was a pretty cool thing. Um, but you know, just well, I, I had a great team in high school. I really did, sure. and, and and you know, we're we're still really close to this day. So uh, you know, pretty pretty special day. That's for sure. Absolutely, for sure. That's awesome. Um, so, someone else that. Uh, you mentioned LeBron. I wasn't going to tie it into LeBron, but that's actually very cool if that's true. Um, am I correct? Did you graduate uh, 2015 high school? 2015. Okay. Yeah. So same here. Someone who is our age that grew up, I believe, if I remember correctly, it's about two and a half hours apart, went to Athens High School, Joe Burrow. Yep. You played, mm-hmm. if, if Nick told me correctly, you were a high school quarterback yourself? I was. Did you was, two yeah, I, I, know each other? Did you know that like you existed or like, was there anything to that? So I, I heard of him. So I, I was like, like I love football. I still love football to this day, but I wasn't like as dialed in, like 
watching highlights of other football players like I was basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I'm like, okay, I, I've heard I heard of him. Um, like you obviously, you know, there's you always hear about some of the best players in yeah. the state. I heard of him. I, I didn't know him personally. Um, I didn't play my senior year because I already uh, committed to Duke my junior year. Right. So I, I committed a little early, I guess you could say. Like um, a lot of guys wait later, but. Um, I, I committed a little early, so I didn't end up playing my senior year. Um, so maybe I would have been a little more, you know, dialed in. <laughs> it was going on around me in the, in the scene, but um, but I was just I don't know. I was just more locked in on basketball, and that's just yeah, kind of how, uh, it's, how it's always been. That's a that's a great question. Well, yeah, <laughs> I just thought really it was cool I so funny <laughs> because when the announcement came today that your high school was retiring your jersey, um, I, I don't even know what it was. I was just like, wait a second. There's a chance that you guys, again, not knew each other personally, but just knew that the other one existed. Um, but that's just crazy to, right. to think that something you just grow yeah. up right no, down the road from someone who you're both now uh, in the NBA, in the NFL. Um, and uh, it's, it's just crazy. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. So you talk about how you committed to Duke a little bit early. Um, I know that like sometimes like if you look at a guy like Jim Harbaugh, He's got like a little bit of an orth- unorthodox way of recruiting kids. Like he'll have, just have sleepovers at their houses and like he'll just wear the khakis the whole time. So <laughs> talk to us a little bit about like what the recruitment process was like. Like were you able to, I'm sure you went down there for a visit or two. Um, did, you know, what was your relationship like with Coach K before you committed and sort of during and what was that process like? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's crazy. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but heard of this but I, I mean i was a huge kentucky fan growing up oh okay. i mean huge kentucky fan like ride or die like my my parents i mean there's there's just a couple stories about, about it and stuff um my, my parents basement we had like it was a blue carpet um it had a big uk like stitched in the middle of it like taste prince was my favorite player growing up oh wow um, so that's pretty yeah it's, it's pretty cool like how it worked out you know and, and everything but um, you know, he was a lefty. So I, I remember being just a little kid down in my, down in my basement, trying to like mimic his shot and stuff like yeah. that. So, so, but I was a huge Tayshawn Prince fan, um, growing up, um, when he was at Kentucky. So, you know, I, that was always my dream school always. Um, and when I first started getting recruited heavy by schools, you know, Ohio state was in there. Ohio state was, was one of my favorites as well. Um, you know, Michigan was in there. Um, but then, you know, kind of, Kentucky and Duke came along and um, I, I was lucky enough to just get down to Duke for a visit. And um, I think I was there, it was an unofficial at the time. And, and I think it was, uh, you know, we were playing North Carolina or they were playing North Carolina at the time. And Oh man. Gosh. I mean, yeah. You, you, I mean, you could just imagine the hype that was, was going on around there and just the, the excitement around campus and stuff. So um, just, just being there during that time was, was pretty special. Um, you know, it kind of sold me then. Um, but yeah, I know, and then I know coaches they they're allowed some in home visits. So coach came to to Franklin, Ohio, and um, came to some games, and yeah, so they recruited me pretty heavy. You know, I think the first time he saw me play was um, there's a tournament AAU tournament called the the uh, Peach Jam. It's down in yeah. it's in yeah. Georgia, um, pretty big tournament. So so my team was in it, and uh, you know he he was there. He was at I think every game that I played in. Um, so that's how we kind of got connected and. Um, I, I got close with, with Coach Shire, um, John Shire. I'm still really close with him to this day as well. We talk all the time. I actually talked to him earlier today about, about the Jersey stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, it was it was a special connection that we had right away. You know, I felt right at home. Um, I love the players that were there. Um, you know, they, they could tell that they, they, they really enjoyed being there. And, um, yeah. you know, looking back at it now is obviously one of the best decision, decisions I've ever made. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was good times. For sure. Um, I remember I, I was able to ask you about this um, a few months ago, but as it happens when you're playing Modern Warfare, it's very hectic. Like you can be having a casual conversation one second and then you start getting shot at. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> I asked you this and, and so we, we talked about it for a minute, but I just kind of want to hear a little bit more about it. Um, I, I had asked you when you went to Duke, you know, what was your mindset like I'm here for a few years and I'm going to the league? Um, and you had said, no, like you thought that you were going to be there for four years. So just talk to us a little bit about, you know, at what point did you realize what conversations were you having when you realized, oh, I can actually like, I'm going to the league. I'm leaving. Right. Yeah, no, it, I, I, looking back, you know, I, 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 always, obviously, you know, I always wanted to go like be in the NBA. You know, it was sure. always my dream. 
Um, but, but since I like right when I got there, I, I never really just, I never really thought about it um, that much. Like, okay, I, I want to be here for, for one year. I want to be here for two years. I, I never once thought about that. I was kind of just enjoying the process as it was going along. I was just playing ball, man. And just going through school, I was enjoying the experience, the college experience. And um, I mean, playing at Duke, it was just an, an entire new level. I sure. mean, and playing for coach K, I was too, it was a special thing. Um, and he helped me so, uh, just kind of get to that, that next level. So, um, you know, after my first year, I had a, I had a, you know, a rough, uh, freshman year. I did. It was very inconsistent. Um, took a lot to, to, you know, you know, get through, you know, had some, had some bad games. Some games didn't play that much, and, you know, bumps in the road that kind of helped me my, my sophomore year. And even my sophomore year at the beginning, you know, I, I wasn't even really, um, I wasn't even supposed to be a starter. Um, we had some really, you know, talented freshmen coming in. Um, you know, I, I worked so hard that offseason. You know, I wanted to make another, like, take another step, but I, I, I never thought, you know, after this year, I want to try to go pro. It never had once crossed my mind. Um, but we, we ended up having, you know, some injuries, and then I ended up having to start a game, and I just kind of, you know, had a couple of good games, and I it just kept throwing me in the, the starting spot. And, yeah. uh, you know, had had a really good year my, my second year. And, um, you know, towards the end of the year, um, you know, just some, you know, I started hearing some things like, okay, he can go pro here um, after the season. And, you know, I just wanted to finish the season out before I even got into any of that. So once the season ended, um, you know, talked to my family, you know, we prayed about it a lot. We, I talked to my assistant coaches. I sat down, you know, one-on-one with coach K. Um, and he was just like, look, obviously we would love to have you here. Um, but what's best for you, you need to do. I do think it, he, he thought it was a good time for me to go. If, if, if sure. it was, you know, any time he thought that was one of the best times, but he said, it's up to you. It's your decision, whatever makes you happy, your family, um, you know, we support you no matter what. So, um, I had support from everybody, um, you know, after, after my second year and, uh, just thought it was, you know, the right time to go. And, uh, you know, was lucky enough to be drafted by the Pistons. I was going to say, here I am now. Yeah, I'm sure some of it was you were like, oh, wait, Detroit's at 12. That's a really good chance for them to get me. I just got to go now. I'm sure that's what it was. Exactly. That's, 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 that was my, that was my final, my final point. (laughs) I know, uh, I was actually looking back at your stats and stuff from college and I don't know if Nick's ever brought it up. He and I are big Michigan State fans. So, Last time the tournament happened, unfortunately, it didn't happen this past season. Ecstatic for us, but right. Oh, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Kenny Goins, yeah. But then you guys got us the next Oops. season and obliterated us at the Breslin, <laughs> so we're even. But um, we're even. Back to you guys, to you being in college with someone like Coach K and the way that Duke is. Even not necessarily liking Duke you can tell that Duke is a family. Like the people that go through there, it is, it is very much a family on some level though. I believe every, like coach K is a very genuine person. Everything that he would have said to you is for you, but on some level, does coach K just have it in his back pocket? Like, all right, I pretty much got these guys for a year and then they're going to have to debate if they're going to go to the league or not. Here's what I'm going to tell them because it, the talent that comes out of Duke is unbelievable. Right. No, I I mean, when I was there, coach, you know, coach told me like, "Hey, we expect you to be a star. We ex- we we want you to be to be a star. We yeah. want you to like they they want everybody that goes through there to make it to the the next level. It's why um, you're there? It's it's why yeah. I mean, we're we're there to to play for the best coach ever and and then get try to get to the next level. And you know, he told us we will we will do what it takes. We will help you. We will be hard on you. Um, and and Duke is not for everybody. It isn't. It's sure. not for everybody." Um, you have to kind of have this, this grit, this toughness, um, about you to, to get, to get through there. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's, it's a good thing. Like I, I wanted to be pushed. I wanted to get, um, to the, to the next level. I wanted to continue to work and get better. Um, and I know he was the best, um, the best suited for me to, to do that. And, um, yeah, that, that's kind of just what he told us. He, he knows that, um, he's recruiting some of the best in the, in the country and he knows that, um, you know, some guys might only be there for a year, yeah. but when he has them, he wants sure. them to, to have to play it. When they put that Jersey on that, that, that Duke Jersey, they want them to play with that pride, that toughness, that competitiveness that he's built, you know, that culture there. And, um, you know, that's, that's his team. He, he doesn't want people to focus on, on what's going to happen after that. They want, he wants them to focus on, you know, the team there at, at that time and, uh, you know, try to win championships. And, 
Um, that's just kind of what he told me. I know that uh, I think it was this past season for them. Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure this is a recurring thing. Um, but I know that if he doesn't believe that the team is playing up to their expectations, if they're not delivering, if they're not respecting the name on their jersey, if I remember correctly, he just won't let you wear Duke apparel. Is that correct? Like, what is that like when he's just kind of like, no, you guys don't even deserve to be here right now? Yeah, yeah, no, we, we uh, you know, there was, a, there was one time um, when I was at Duke and, uh, uh, you know, we, we were... It was, I think it was my it was my sophomore year and man like we, we had such a talented group I mean Jason Tatum you know I could go on and on about about who we had the careers they had at Duke and um, you know we, we were we were slacking a little bit we were getting beat by by teams we shouldn't have gotten beat by and we were getting beat at home and um, just getting killed I mean we, we were not having a very good year um, and there there was a story that that did come out that said that we weren't allowed to wear Duke gear around campus and practice or any of that. <laughs> that, that did, there was a story about that, and we we're like, wait, what? Like, not at all. The only thing, the only thing, like we did just, we just like, uh, like they, we we didn't go in the locker room for like a day. That was it. And then people people were saying we couldn't like, but but it was a thing where like we we just practiced and, and we got through it for one day. He got on us, but we practiced hard. We had one of the best practices we've ever had. And I think one of the next games we had, like we we just we kind of like we won yeah. after that. Like we we had such a good year after that point, and it wasn't just that that happened. Like it was there were so many things that he did during like practice and in the locker room and and, and, and film, like just things he said that just got us going, and, and it helped a lot. And I think uh, you know another one of those games after was the Wake Forest game, probably one like one of my better games when I was at Duke. Um, it was at Wake Forest. Uh, you know, hit a like a go ahead shot, um, like six seconds left, yeah, and to help us win, and um, you know, it kind of just gave us some life. You know, we we were we were dead through the first, you know, first half of the season that year, and uh, like conference play might have been, but no, coach, coach is uh, he's great. He, he's tough on you, but in a good way. Um, he's a family man. He's he's so funny. I swear, Coach <laughs> K is one of the funniest men. I've ever been around and yeah. uh, you know, he's just easy to talk to easy to, to have a conversation with and uh, just, a, just a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to, I still got a few more questions I want to get through. I don't want to, I don't want mm -hmm. us to run too long for you. Um, no, we, we still got a little bit of time here, Matthew. I'm going to, I was going to transition to the Pistons. I know you have one question that kind of ties everything together with high school, college and all that. So why don't you go ahead and ask that one now before I fully transition to the NBA? Yeah, so this might be a little bit difficult to answer just because it does tie in so many things. And it's not necessarily ranking these experiences. It's just you're one of the very few that's gotten to experience something so incredible between uh, you've gotten to play in the March Madness tournament. You've been able to experience those games. You've been able to play in the Duke-North Carolina uh, rivalry, whether it's in Cameron Indoor or wherever. Um, and then even you've gotten to play in the NBA playoffs. So mm -hmm. what is that like to to play in that atmosphere with um, the crowd just being on you? Obviously, like at Cameron Indoor, there is nothing like that. And especially right. for Duke, North right. Carolina, um, mm -hmm. it's ex expanded to a level that you can't even fathom necessarily. But then you think of something like the NBA playoffs too. Like what are those experiences like and maybe how are they similar or dissimilar? Um. Yeah, I mean, I f yeah, I mean they're a little different. Um, I mean, the NBA playoffs is is, I mean, something I've never experienced yeah. before. Yeah, I mean, it, it there's just I feel like there's just another level to it. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, it's hard to like kind of put into words, but there there's another level to the NBA playoffs. Is it a pressure um, thing? Like what is it, it? It's it's just a it's an it's an atmosphere thing. I mean, college basketball was like it's some of the best atmospheres I've ever been in. Um, but the NBA just, it's a little different, man. It's just, I mean, you're playing against the best of the best mm. and you're playing in like sold out crowds. I mean, it, it was incredible and I can't wait to get back there next year, but it was, it was one of the best times of my life <laughs> in playing in the NBA playoffs. I mean, it, it's, it's different, but um, yeah, college. I mean, playing at Duke, North Carolina was was special too. I mean, we, um, we. I think I was like pretty much even with Carolina when I was there. You were three um, and two. I actually looked into it. I wanted to make. Sure, I wanted to make like, sure that I didn't ask that. Yeah, yeah. I had a winning record against Carolina. That's right. 
Um, I remember we beat them there. Um, and that, that's special when you beat, when you beat a team at their own place, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it really is. And, uh, um, yeah, the two North Carolina rivalry is incredible. I mean, it's like college game day every time we play. Um, so that's pretty cool. You know, we can yeah. watch game day, like towards the side, like they, yeah. they have it in our <laughs> arena. You know, I, I grew up watching stuff like that on TV. Right? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I, I, I probably, when I was younger, I probably watched more college basketball than NBA. Um, okay. but being in the NBA now and being a part of the NBA playoffs, I'm telling you, it's it's just it's a different level. And in case it went over, in case it kind of got any past anybody, like it did for me for me for a second, uh, Luke did guarantee that the Pistons will be back uh, in the playoffs <laughs> next year. Uh, I just want to make sure that that is what you in fact said. Um, so uh-huh. you get drafted, and people who know me know the story of the day that you got drafted. Um, it was a very good day for me. I'd been talking about it for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for, <laughs> for getting drafted. Yeah, no problem. But, so no problem. you, um, well, which actually, by the way, I was on a live stream when you hit that shot in the summer league against, was it Oklahoma yeah. City or was it Dallas? Um, I don't I remember. Probably, uh, Oklahoma City. I think it was Oklahoma City. Yes. Um, it was on the inbound, and we actually mm-hmm. lost the game. Right. But I remember Andrew right. wearing 23, and it was really weird. Yeah. But uh, it's weird to think about. <laughs> so my question here is, so you played your first year under Stan Van Gundy, who's now with the Pelicans. My question here, there's a, a video that's like pretty famous at this point of Stan Van Gundy when he was in Orlando, and he's just got crazy handles. I don't know if you've ever seen this video before. I've seen it. Okay. What I need, what I desperately need to know is have you seen this man like display that in person? Like, does he still have game? Look, I, I believe he does. Um <laughs> I believe he does. I mean, that was that was a pretty impressive video. It's I mean, wild. It's it's pretty impressive, and I I, I, I I've seen glimpses of of that. Okay. Um, of that stand, I've I've seen glimpses of that during practices. Um, but he never he never really he never really showed it off like like he should have. You know, um, very humble. But no, very he's very very humbled about his basketball skills and, and that handles. <laughs> so. You know, he's he, he, might, he might have one of the best handles for coaches in the NBA, but <laughs> I have seen it. I have seen that video. It's, it's a good video. <laughs> um, I know a uh, little, little backstory here. Matthew might be kind of mad that I'm saying this. He's been wanting me to ask you a question for like three months, and I'm going to give him the floor right now. Oh, is this? Okay. Before, okay. So this it's, is. It's time. It's time. Yeah. This is a really big deal to me. Um uniforms and like design some of the most important things in the world to me i was thinking that you played when adidas was still running things with the nba but you came in right when nike took over so it kind of changes the question because i was going to ask you know what's it like to go from uh different league sponsors like that or uniform providers i guess past that simply put what's your favorite uniform to play in for the Pistons, like, for the Pistons. Like in, in your, in your th- three years, like for Detroit, yeah. Which, which is what, what uniform do you put on and you're like, man, this is this is the night. This is the one, yeah. You know what? I mean, I I, I, I like the black jerseys that we had. Yep. I, I like the black Butter City jerseys that we had a lot. Okay. Um, I know I know the red ones replaced them this year. Yep. Yep. Um, but you know what? I, I I just have to go with the the, the home whites. So clean. The home whites, you know, it's just it's very just clean, clean and 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 look, it looks good. You know, it's just just clean jersey. I mean, I, I like I like the color. I like the colors that we kind of. I like I like the red ones this year. Mm-hmm. I really did. I really liked them a lot. Um, um, but yeah, no, I, I like the black ones. The black ones were pretty cool. You know, it was kind of. I feel like it was kind of different at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like just the just the home whites. Just the home whites is great. There just is a the wrong classic answer. Whites. Um, oh, okay. People people hate the chrome ones. Wait, what, the what, silver what? ones. Oh, oh, like like the gray. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, people really? hate those. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're bad. I hate them. Um, <laughs> actually, I, I don't have any pull on that, man. You, what you, what, yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Um, I also want to ask. So I've been pretty vocal about it, even with you and, and, and also your cousin, AJ, which by the way, I, I, and I've told you this before, your family, you have the nicest family members maybe oh, of all time. Oh, they're so great. They're great. 
Um, great. So you know, one thing we do have a uh, a family. If if I'm able to be home for Thanksgiving, I don't know what our scheduling is going to be, but yeah, Thanksgiving morning. We do have a family basketball game planned, and everybody's playing. And AJ will be here. Oh, Ohio. yeah. We're, I got jerseys for everybody with their names on the back. I mean, it's 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 a big deal in in a Canard Canard um, household and, and and just our the Canard family. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. You doing like team captains? You a team oh, captain? I'm a team captain. <laughs> one of my best friends playing, and my dad is on my team. Uh, yeah, we're called. Our team name is 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 Honey Baked Fam. So love it. Solid I'm gonna man. need you to. I'm gonna. Solid I don't know if AJ's. Uh, I don't know if AJ's on your team. I'm gonna need you. He to, is. Okay. You just he's, need he's to. He's our shooter. AJ's our. Oh shooter. really? I was gonna say send him in the post and yep. uh, make him throw out some oh, elbows. He, you know what? He he does. He, he's not. He's he plays all positions. Gotcha. He's he's, he's, he's a Swiss Army knife. He's like Luka yep. Doncic. Um, yep. <laughs> so as the years have kind of moved on, um, you know, your first year you spent a lot of time in Grand Rapids. Um, but once you finally got to spend some more time with Detroit, got some consistent minutes, uh, was able to actually have the ball in your hands, saw it at the end of not this most recent year, but the year before that, um, and then the Pacers game, which you and I have talked about a few times, mm-hmm. your playmaking ability has like skyrocketed to where you're a threat on and off the ball. Um, is that something that I'm sure you've been working at it, but do you think the reason that we're talking about it so much now is just because you're able to showcase it more? Or do you think that you've just gotten that much better at it? No, I, I think, you know, my first few, uh, few years, you know, when I was in high school, I played point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I was used, I was, I'm comfortable with handling the ball, but I mean, like the NBA, it's even high school to college level from college yeah. to the NBA, another level. Like it, yeah. there's, there's so many steps and levels and, and you know different things that you gotta work on and, and work through to to you know be comfortable in different situations. So you know I was comfortable my rookie year, comfortable my second year, um, but yeah, I think just the more and more experience of playing in the NBA, playing in some of the best defenders sure. um, in the NBA has just you know it, it's it's gotten me more comfortable. I think is what I could say um, and confident. Um, so yeah, I have been working on it a lot. Um, just live drills, playing against people. Um, but yeah, no, our, our, our player development coaches, some of our, and some of our assistant coaches have, um, you know, I, I've, I've been in Detroit for, for a while and, and, and those guys have, um, like since the season ended, um, this past year, um, or got, since it got postponed, I've been in Detroit. I, I, I've been able to, to work out, you know, whether one-on-one with a couple people, but we've, we've worked on ball handling, shooting off the jerk. Just uh, so many different things with me having the yeah. ball in my hands, and I just think you know, just continuing to work on that is going to help me more. So, um, yeah, I, I'm comfortable with it, but I think you know, the experience and just continuing to work hard on that has helped me a lot, absolutely. Um, so speaking a little bit more towards that, this is another thing that I've talked to you a lot about, and I even sent you the video of it. Um, that Cleveland game that you had. Uh, what again, not last year, but this season before mm-hmm. that, 2019, mm-hmm. where you just kind of decided, like, <laughs> I'm gonna just pull up from 30 feet. <laughs> what was, the, what was the, the mindset there? And were you aware that you created like a legendary gif uh, <laughs> from your reaction from that shot? And also, just a, just a quick side question if you missed that shot, was Casey was he was he yanking you off the floor? <laughs> um, okay, so I think this was like the the third, I, I, I might have hit a few shots before that. So, you hit two. Okay. So it might have been, I think it was a heat, kind of a heat check. Uh, <laughs> I, I, do, I do think the was, was counting down. So the shot clock was, was counting down. I knew Brother, I was Brother, you I had, had about 10 on the clock. Yeah, you just had time. Right, right. You know, so I knew it was kind of low, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I yeah. just hit a couple. He's kind of, he's backed off a little bit. I didn't realize how far I was until I watched the video, but I knew I was back a little bit. I knew I was yeah. back a little bit, and I remember just turning around. Everybody was standing up, like celebrating on the bench. So that's when I kind of made the face. Um, I didn't realize I, I I made that face, but you know what? I, I like it. You know, it's a moment. Like, you know what? Show show a little emotion every now and then. I, I, I gotta I gotta show more emotion. I feel like you know what yeah. I mean. But um, no, I I didn't realize how far I was, but you know I. I don't. I don't think Coach would have pulled me for that. You know, it, it, 
he he gives us the green light. He gives us, you know, the clock's running down a little bit, you know, maybe 10 seconds, but, you know, I might have told him, Coach, I thought I had like three seconds left, so my bad. Yeah. Know, no, but, um, yeah, no, yeah, Coach, yeah. Coach gives us the green light. I mean, he, he wants he wants shooters to shoot. He wants people to be confident and be comfortable and just, um, you know, play their game. And, uh, no, it was, it was funny. I remember watching the video. I think it was Johnny interviewing me and he pulled up the video on his phone. And, <laughs> man, yeah, I had no idea. I was actually, but shout out to Johnny Kane. Shout Johnny out Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, uh, we're hoping to have him on. I got to text him. Hopefully we'll have him on and we'll, we'll yeah, tell him that we'll tell him that Luke, uh, that Luke gave you a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> you, you, you talk about like kind of showing a little bit more emotion. I know you're kind of kidding, but it kind of, kind of goes into what I was going to ask. You are now, and I'm sure you've been told this like 70 times, you're the longest tenured member of the Pistons. Like technically, mm-hmm. like Langston, I believe, was signed that same offseason, but you were drafted like three right. years before that happened. So right. technically yep. it's you. Also, yep. he's a free agent now, but like, you know, whatever. Um, what, does, what does that mean to you? And are you trying to, because I think when you guys had the uh, like the in-market training camp a few weeks ago, I believe there was a quote that came out where you said that you're kind of trying to be more vocal around all these mm-hmm. young guys and, and um, you know, kind of trying to take that next step. So what does it mean to you to hold the title of the longest tenure piston? Yeah. And I, you know, it means, means a lot really. I mean, when I think of it, I'm like, okay, you know what? We have, we have so many veteran guys on this team or, yeah. you know, a few veteran like Blake, Derek, you know, Tony, sure. you know, some of those guys, like, man, it feels like they like have been here, but yeah, but like it's it's crazy how fast the, the years have went so yeah. far. It really is. And you know, when I first got into the league and got drafted, and just asking people like, you know what, enjoy each and every moment because time goes by fast. And it has so far. You know, I'm about to go into my fourth year, which is crazy. Yeah. But but yeah, during that camp, um, you know, I, I knew um, you know, I'm not technically an older guy. You know, I'm twenty four, right. but I have been on the like on the team the longest out of anybody. And um, you know, kind of, you know, it means something to me a little bit. And, uh, you know, I kind of, I changed my attitude a little bit this year. Every time I go into the gym, not, not in a bad way, but, you know, I, I want to make an impact on, on some, like either myself on the team, on somebody, every time I go into the gym, I don't just want to go in the gym. Um, and I've even talked to the coaches and, and, and you know, some of our front office people about this. Like, I, I don't want to come in and be a player that just goes through practice and leaves. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I want to come in. I want to make an impact. I want to be a leader. Um, vocal leader, you know, on the court, off the court, all of this, all of this stuff. So I've worked on my leadership a lot this offseason. I've talked to, um, we have a guy um, that's, that's working for our team that, you know, works with, you know, mental stuff and just different mm-hmm. things like that off the court. He doesn't do anything on the court. He's all like just mental and just focusing on stuff off the court um, that can help you on the court and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I've talked to him a lot about leadership stuff, leadership roles, what I can do. Um, so it, it's been good. You know, I've, I've really taken a step forward in, in that, um, in that category, um, of leadership. And that's been one of my goals this off season. So I'm excited for, for this year. I really am. I think we, we're going to have a really good group. I know, you know, we, we, we have a top 10 pick, which will be good for us. I know we have, um, you know, we're, we're able to make some moves this off season. So, you know, we have a really good front office. I really, really trust these guys a lot and, um, you know, it, it should be good. And, you know, just, you know, being a, being a leader on the team, you know, I just want to, you know, help us win. And I, you know, I want to win now. You know, I've, I've heard people saying, um, you know, let's, all right, let's start this rebuild. Let's, let's do all this. But, you know, it's, that's not what we really want to do. We want to compete and we want to compete now. And that's, that's, you know, it meant a lot to me when, when Troy came in and said, said that to us. Yeah. And, uh, um, but yeah, you know, uh, it means Yeah, a lot. I mean, the Pistons have, uh, they've set themselves up to have a, a really successful off season, starting mm-hmm. with the draft. Um, that's going to be really fun to see. Obviously, it's all kind of up in the air exactly when everything's going to occur. Like the draft is still three weeks right. away. Everything right. else, though, we, we don't really know. And I guess since that's topical, I know that you might be a bit of a an, a, an anomaly because let's say the NBA comes back. It, on December 22nd. Well, it's like you haven't played in a year, so I'm sure that you'd be happy with that. Um, right. And even like Blake is in the same boat. Um, and then the team as a whole hasn't played since, since what, March. Um, but <laughs> be, like, them, yeah. thinking like objectively, do you think apparently there's a large uh, group of players who want to push it to, to January? What do you think should happen? Like if you were in the shoes of somebody who just played in the NBA finals, like what are you thinking? Right. Um, look, the season, it, it takes its all on your body. It really does. And yeah. 
especially I, I I mean obviously I haven't made it that far like some of these guys and I can I mean that's like a another not another season but another like quarter of a season or or, yeah. or even more um, to make it to the finals and, and you know it's it takes a toll on your body so like you got to recover recover physically uh, mentally and just you know kind of take a break from it for a while and then but then you got to start getting back in shape and that you know that takes a little bit to do so like being in, in their shoes. I could, I could see where they would want to maybe push it back a little bit, but, um, look, man, for me, <laughs> for me, oh, I'm, I's ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, yeah. I'm ready to play tomorrow. I'm ready. I mean, I'm a hundred percent healthy. I'm the best I've ever felt on the court. Like I, oh my God, I can't wait. I cannot so the, wait. So the, uh, I, I, the get five- I get it. The bilateral leap tendonitis. She's good as gone. We're good, good now. Good as gone. We're we're ready to go. Okay, we're ready to go for sure. Matthew, I got a I got about two more. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of stepping on your toes here. Do you got anything <laughs> you want to add here? Yeah. So I guess with the things that you've been working on, it sounds like you are very ready for the season. We love to hear that. Um, <laughs> yes, very anxious. But with everything that you've been working on, you kind of touched on it earlier, and I'm tying in a question that I actually had. That's ridiculous. But it sounds like it might actually matter. Uh, Nick told me before, and you can verify, you're actually right-handed, correct? You just you play basketball left-handed, or are yeah. you just very interesting? Because pretty much, yeah. I have a friend who uh, he's a righty, but he golf's left-handed, which is very unique from anybody that I know. Um, okay. And the reason he does that is because when he's watching other people swing, he's trying to mirror them. You mentioned for yourself with. Tayshawn Prince, mm-hmm. you were trying to mirror his shot. Is that kind of how that happened, that you became a lefty? And then when it comes to working on your game, <clears throat> do you try to, I guess, base the things that you're building on somebody else? Like you see somebody else do something and you're like, wow, I want to work on that. Or do you just know what your skill set is and say like, hey, these are my weaknesses. These are my strengths. This is how I want to grow right. in this way. Right. No. Um, yeah, I, I think... You know, when I was younger, my, my dad would always say that I would always dribble to the left side of the floor. So I think that kind of just came natural. But, um, yeah, watching Tayshaun Prince, I think, like, I'm not saying I had the same form as him at all. But, but yeah, I mean, I watched him when I was a young, young kid. And that might have just kind of came, um, you know, in mind. It just, it just started, you know, working um, that way. But um, I, I've watched, like, growing up in high school and, and college – I watched a lot of NBA players like film and just kind of studied them. I remember in high school, I, I mean, I did early use in college, but um, might've been, I was watching like a highlight tape of, I think it was John Wall. Hmm. And there's this move called the sham God. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I ended up doing that a few times in high school. Games. And the only reason <laughs> I did it was because I watched John Wall. And look, yeah. obviously I didn't, I'm not doing it now. I'm not doing, I didn't do it in college. Yeah. Right? I was going to say, wait a second, where's that? I did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see. But, um, yeah, yeah. just watching film, you know, I feel like I've picked up little things from, from players here and there, but also, you know, I I like to just kind of, you know, my God given talents, man, I I just kind of, I like to work on those things and just continue to to work on things that I know I need to work on. And, um, you know, my coaches have been great. My trainers here in Ohio, you know, I'm going to go out to LA and work out, you know, just to even ramp up more. Um, so I got, I got good people around me that, that, you know, have watched film and they send me film or stuff I need to work on. And, um, but yeah, no, I, you know, the sham guy was, was something, something special. <laughs> you you got to break that out hundred percent. You got to do that. Yeah. Um, I might do it. Like if I, if I bring the ball up once, I'll just kind of do it, but not, just not do it as you cross on this, do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're not, not going to have any fans at the arena, it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, sure. It's on live TV, whatever. right. right. Um, so I'm going to ask you, (laughs) I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to ask you a question that you have to ask every professional athlete ever you're required to, because the answers are just, I love them so much. (laughs) So you've been in the league for three years. What was your welcome to the league moment? Your moment where you were like, Oh my God, I'm terrified. Not Uh, terrified. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, gosh, let's see. So. My first oh, not practice, even a game. I think. No. Okay. Well, okay. I got a. I got a game story too. You know, it's just just sure. a, It was just kind of a cool moment, but I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. Uh, so 
I think it might have been like my first practice. You know, we're, we're, we're just, you know, I mean, obviously I was so nervous. Like, man, I'm going out to go to my first NBA practice. Um, this was after summer league. So um, it was when Avery Bradley yep. was on the team. And, you know, Avery, great defender, great player, um, just, you know, had a, you know, was special with the, with the Celtics. And then, you know, we had Avery Bradley. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm about to learn from Avery Bradley. And, but I, I, you know, I was confident coming in, like, okay, I just had a great year, dude. Man, I, I can score, I can do all this. And um, Avery was guarding me in practice. And I remember trying to get open once and he just, he checked me. And I'm like, wait, that's like, that's not a foul. And they're like, it's not like it's not a foul. And he just locked me up and I'm like, okay. That like you, you got to go so hard every time you want to get the ball and you want to try to get open and get a shot off. Like it's hard. Yeah. So that at that point in time, I'm like, man, this is gonna be tough. Yeah. Um. So so Avery kind of he he kind of did that little welcome to the NBA, <laughs> man. Like this isn't this isn't some little boy stuff. This is this is like I mean we're grown men here playing basketball. Yeah. So like, okay, okay. Um. And then I think it was the preseason game that same year. Um. I check into the game and. uh it was during a free throw. So I'm going to like bot help. I don't know who was in, who our big was in there with me. Uh, so I'm going to help box out uh, for a free throw. And I kind of look up and, uh, you know, I look, look back down. And I take like, a, you know, a double check up. Like, oh my gosh. Like it was Dwight Howard. I'm like, man, I, like, you know what? I, I grew up playing, like, I, I, I grew up playing video games with yeah. this guy. Um, and it's like, man, I'm about to like, I'm about to box him out. You know, it's, it's, it was yeah. crazy. So, and then obviously, like my first game against, you know, like LeBron and Steph and Russ and KD, Kyrie, you know, each game, I'm like, okay, man, I got another like guy I grew up watching. Like, this is crazy. So, yeah. but, you know, kind of got used to it. But, you know, my rookie year was great, you know, just seeing like these guys are real people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when I was yeah. young, I'm like, man, this is like, like Vince Carter, like, I played against him. I guard, like, I was, I was yeah. able to guard him and he guarded me. And it's like, man, this guy, like, this is a real dude. Like, man, you were on a video game seven, you, ten uh, years ago, you know? Did you ever have that, like, when Derrick Rose came to Detroit, did you kind of have that with him a little bit, too? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, when, sure. when I was like, man, we're going to, like, the hype around D. Rose, like, the fans, like, he has such a huge following. Like, oh, man, yeah. I'm it's like. a cult following. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, this is, this is going to be, like, this is good for our team. This is, like, this is, this is awesome. Like, man, yeah. we got Derrick Rose. Like, yeah. I mean, and Blake, like. You know, those are of two big time guys. So it was, uh, yeah, it's it's cool being teammates with them, and they're great people. Like, like they're they're great. So when you one guys, more, one more step, go ahead, Matthew. I guess I don't know if you can necessarily speak for him, but from your your perspective, when Blake came to Detroit, this is nothing against Blake, but obviously the way that he played in L.A. It is night and day from what we've seen there versus here. Just the things that he's allowed to do, the things that he's able to do his game has evolved to a level that I guess I think a lot of people just did not expect when the news came to the team, like, Hey, we got Blake Griffin. I guess maybe not. What did you expect? But like, what is it like to see his game evolve the way that it has and to see him become the player that he has in such a really short period of time? Right. Right. No, it's, it's, uh, you know, Blake is, is like one of our primary ball handlers. Um, you know, obviously, um, I mean, we have Derek, we, we, you know, we, we've had some good, some good ball handlers, but now he's like, like, I feel like he's even more of a ball handler than he was. And, you know, that's just a different yeah. role that he's had to be playing. And I feel like, like you said, he made the adjustment, he made that, um, you know, that, that he was able to make that adjustment so fast. And, you know, that's just, that just kind of speaks to who he is as a player, like his mind, like he's one of the smartest guys. Like he, he, he can explain things so well to people. Like he's one of the smartest guys I've been around, um, around the game of basketball and, um, you know, he can shoot like he's a good shooter yeah. now. Like, he, it's he's a three point shot, you know, he really exactly, yeah. exactly. So, like, having the ball in his hand, shooting off the dribble, like, like it's different. Like, his role is, I feel like, is different. And the way he was able to adjust so, so quickly, um, and with the like, with the people he had, like, it's you know, he, he's been great. And, um, he's a really good teammate. He's one, one of my like really good friends now. I'm really close with him on the team. And, um, yeah, you know, it's just, it, it was cool to see him just, you know, take off and like, uh, you know the fifty point game against uh, Philly was like, special, and or his first game here was awesome. So like, he's had some big moments here too, and like, you know, got us in the playoffs. And uh, you know, we we need him healthy. Um, you know, we we just need a healthy team, and um, he's going to be really good. How I funny mean, is he about, too? Is he the funniest person on the planet, Blake? Blake, oh, he, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. He is hilarious. Probably the funniest guy on the team. I uh. 
He does comedy, but well, that's, oh, that's true. Yeah, like Blake, Blake is really funny. <laughs> I mean, you you mentioned uh, you know these these iconic Blake moments, and then you, you had just at the the top of this, you talked about the playoff <laughs> atmosphere. You look at games three and four against Milwaukee when he came back. Right. Um, you know, he had a knee brace the size of the moon on. Right. Like it was crazy. Um, I just want to ask uh, one more quick sub question uh, to a, to the your sort of welcome to the league moment. And then I have my final question. Um, I was listening to uh, Grayson Allen, of course, former teammate of yours. He was on J.J. Reddick's uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of Duke love on there. Um, which, by the way, I almost I almost <laughs> texted you. Uh, Grace actually gave you a few shout outs on there. Right. Yeah. I saw something about that. I so, didn't see that. JJ asked him the same question. You know, you were, you, what was your welcome to league thing? And I'm just curious to know if this was kind of your experience as well. He goes, Grayson, or Grayson was like, I often found myself sitting on the bench, almost like checking out and just kind of like, viewing the game as a spectator, like almost as if I was a fan, like I couldn't believe what I was seeing in front of me. Right. Like you mentioned all the guys that you got to see, like LeBron, mm-hmm. KD, Harden, all these guys. Was there mo- Were there moments where you kind of checked out and found yourself being like, oh my goodness? Oh, no doubt. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you take a moment. I feel like when I was playing against, I mean, each team we play, there's always a superstar on the team. I there's mean, one there's, guy. There's the least, one, yeah. Exactly. And like um, growing up watching these guys, you know, I, I feel like, you just take a moment to kind of just take it all in. Like, man, you're here right now. You're, I mean, you're you're on. Like, you're you're a player in the NBA. But then you just like, man, take it in, enjoy it. So like, I feel like, yeah, you kind of just like are like, not I mean, mesmerized, but, but kind of. You're just like watching and just not really know what's going on. But you're just like, man, you're kind of focused on that one guy. So yeah, I I agree with Grayson 100. percent Like, I've had I've had those moments, um, but. You know, it's a good thing. You know, you, you enjoy it. It's, it's just a good, yeah, I mean, you know, positive at, at that like point, like, said. they're your co-workers. Like, they're your peers almost. Like, you're in the fraternity right. together now. Um, right, exactly. Matthew, before I, I wrap us up with this final question, uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to ask? My last question might be quick because on a – what is – I already forgot. what is, is it basketball reference? Is that the website? <laughs> there are two nicknames that are listed oh, for right, you. Yeah, basketball reference. One is Cool Hand Luke, and that's – I think everybody's heard that. That's a pretty easy name to catch on when you're in the position that you are and you got your name. The other one that I've heard is your among us name too. So like you, you go by that. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did use that for among us name. I did do that once. The other nickname that's listed. And then what was that one? It's duck. And is there any truth to that? Do you like, is there any backstory to it? Um, I I don't think I have ever heard that. (laughs) (laughs) It says it says so, cool. It says cool hand Luke and duck. Duck, duck. D U C K. Man, who who, who so, does that? So who this does is, that website. So you're confirming this is just complete nonsense. I'm confirming then. that is nonsense and that absolute is, nonsense. I duck is not my name. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go with cool hand Luke. I cool like hand Luke. cool hand Luke. I mean, um, announcers say it sometimes. Yeah, it's a, yeah. People also call you uh, Livernoy Luke. Yes, I have seen that. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, and they like Photoshop a pair of buffs on you <laughs> and stuff like that. That's I like, like that. a yeah, message. It's, it's cool. It's Did cool. you ever get a pair of buffs when you moved? It's like that's how you become a piston. Um, I did not. You didn't? All right, we'll just cut that uh, out of the podcast, Matt. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> I, I need to though. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. Well, uh, Pistons Twitter will pull together and we'll get you on it. So this there final question, um, Luke, thank you very much again for hopping on with us. I know no, we ran a little bit long here. No, but. Good. So this no. question is selfish, okay? I'm asking this because I need to know this, and I know some people <laughs> may be interested as well. You were surprisingly invested in the Pistons Twitter bracket. Like, I think it shocked a lot of people how interested in it you were. It really shocked me. Um. As we went up against in that final four matchup, we went up against Duncan Smith. You graciously uh, accepted my invitation to do a live stream if we won, which I realized today I was talking to someone. We never actually did. Um, yeah. But you're, you're trying <laughs> to become a – Yeah, you're, you're trying get to get partnered on Twitch, right? So we'll get there eventually. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yep. We'll, we'll, <laughs> fig- we'll figure that out, yeah. Um, but uh, you agreed to give away a pair of shoes, which um, the winner did receive months ago, by the way. So we're squared away there. But here's the thing. Duncan gets uh, Boban and Tobias to chime in. And I'm like, nah. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, the way that people view them, I'm like, what are oh. we going to do? Oh, yeah. 
I don't know if you realize how close we were to like we were there was 45 minutes left in the poll and you message me hold on I'm working on something <laughs> and 30 seconds later um Blake Griffin jumps in can you talk to me a little bit about what happened like what because you, yeah. you just mentioned you're good friends mm-hmm. so like obviously I mean of course your teammates what what was that conversation yeah I like? know so yeah when I saw that I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? So I text Blake <laughs> and I'm like, look, man. And I don't know, I don't know what time of the day it was. I feel like it was kind of early in the day, maybe. It, um so he Yeah, it was, it was like about eleven o'clock in the morning. For, for okay. well, no, it was right here. Yeah. Here, yeah. So I'm here. Sure. I'm like, okay, it's, it's kinda early. It's kinda early out now. He, I I'm pretty sure he was in LA at the time. Oh gotcha. Um or wherever I Somewhere on the on the West Coast. It's Blake sure Griffin, where, man. Who knows where he is? <laughs> but I, I text him I'm like, man, it might be early. He might still might still be in bed. And I'm like, you know what? Nah, Blake's up. I know he's getting his work in, so I text him, and I'm like, Blake, I, w- I need you to go go to my Twitter right now, and and at, at, at this there's a there's a Pistons Twitter poll going on right now, and I got my guy Nick on here that I'm, I'm trying to get to win. Um, he's going against this, this other guy and it's really close and they just got Boban and Tobias <laughs> to, to help him out. They're retweeting, they're tweeting for him. He's like, look, man, it, I'm like, if you could give, give us a shout out and help us get this win. I'm like, man, I'll love you forever. I'm like, Blake, I need your help. Look on my Twitter. Yeah. If you could just retweet this, that's fine. Or something like that. I didn't know he was going to tweet. I didn't know he was going to do oh, what he said. I, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. So then when like when I saw that, I think he's like, all right, I got you. So like he took like 10 minutes to do it. I'm like, Blake, are you doing like come on, man? Like, <laughs> hurry up. Time is ticking. You know what I mean? Time is ticking. So um when he did it, I mean it kind of just went crazy. And uh yeah, hey, we got the win, man. That was uh we got the yeah. win. I was like, I was, Sorry, that was crazy. Sorry, Duncan, but I'm not. I still, I still make fun of him for that. I'm like, every yeah. time I see like Boban or Tobias tweet, I'm just like, hey, Duncan, remember when uh, they made you lose? They made you lose. Yeah. Um, no, that, was, that actually, was awesome. That was awesome. no. It was, you know, it was we, so we, much fun. I mean, as players, we we see like we we love like the. I mean, I feel like Pistons Twitter is like one of the big like compared to other teams. I, I mean, I don't see other team stuff, but. Like we got a great support system, like you know what I mean. Like we we yeah. see that we see the stuff online. Like it's it's great. We love it. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. Cool. Like how much? Like how online are you? Like are you kind of trying to read everything? You kind of stay out I mean, of it a little bit. Not everything. Um, yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, we see. I mean, you see stuff if you're if you're on social media. I mean, stuff it somehow is, is there. You know what sure. I mean? Like in sure. But we don't see everything. Like I'm, like some guys don't even have social media. Like I. I I do my best to stay off of it. It's it's like a, the good like a good thing, especially during the season. Um, but yeah, we see it, and you know, we, we got some. We, we love we love it. You know, it's it's pretty cool. I'm gonna after every game, I'm just gonna send you my recaps, and you have to play it on like a Bluetooth cool. in the locker room or something. Yes. Everybody knows. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. There we go. Um, all righty, man. Well, thank you so much for joining, man. Yeah, you thanks, Luke. Anything left to say? No, that that's all I got. That was awesome. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, all righty, sure. ladies no, and gentlemen. Great. Thank you, man. Thank you. That was uh, that was Luke Kennard, your your the your the Pistons Twitter uh, co champion, I should say. Uh, thank you very much, man. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, Luke. Alrighty, folks. If you listened to that interview and you enjoyed it as much as we did, which we sincerely hope that you did, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars and subscribe. It was so much fun. Um, that I just it, it's such a cool guy to talk to yeah i appreciate luke coming on thank you again to luke for coming on and giving us much more time than he needed to and coming on at all but we definitely appreciate him coming on and just being cool dude yeah i I told him i was like it was about 30 minutes and he was like 30 minutes i go yeah it should be about right i don't god had to have been about 45 right uh the actual interview was a little over 52 minutes and we obviously talked before and after we recorded yeah so we were on so we got a little over an hour what was which is great what was your favorite part uh, I was surprised how well the Joe Burrow thing went. Dude, I thought you were gonna. Oh, I thought you were gonna hate that question. question. Oh, great question, Matthew. I meant to tie it back into um, 
him talking more about football. Obviously, he didn't play his senior year, so it didn't work as well as I thought it was going to. And then Joe Burrow with his basketball career too, and as good as he said he was, I guess I can't, I don't know for sure. I'm just interested. I, I mean, and I guess he answered the question as well as he could. I just meant to bring up Joe Burrow also played basketball. And I, th- I did. I think um, y- you and I both, that LeBron thing, Mr. Basketball, that, was so that caught me off Random, guard. but so cool. So funny. Yeah. Um, I really loved that Avery Bradley story. I, I love some Avery Bradley love. And and that was just really cool to hear. I think that might have been my favorite part. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. No, great interview, though. Um, glad he was able to kind of let loose on there. And He's having fun. Be, He's smiling just, and laughing a lot. Pretty cool. Yeah. No, good interview. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Be sure to let us know what your favorite part was as well. Once again, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars and subscribe. We will catch you guys in the next one. Shoo. <laughs>